1: The rush of the helassiakoi, the the Toyo, Toyo,
2: the best but he also was a baritone who sang while hanging clothes he practiced scales while pressing tails and sang at local shows his friends and neighbors praised the voice that poured out from his throat said that he should use his gift instead of cleaning clothes the music was his life It was not his lively heart, and it made him feel so happy, and it made him feel so good. And he sang from his heart, and he sang from his soul. He did not know how well he sang.
3: Kept working on it To try music out full time Big debut And rave reviews A great career to climb Finally they got to him He would take the fling A concert agent In New
2: York Agreed to have him sing There were playing tickets phone
1: calls Money spent to rent the hall he Took most of his savings But he gladly them all. Music was his life. It was nice, his livelihood, and it made him feel so happy. And it made him feel so.
3: in a smile
2: I filled all the critics side, watching only the
1: but the concert was a blur to him, spatters
2: of applause he did not know how well he sang he only heard the
3: flaws. but the critics were concise it only took four lines but no Dayton and was questioned by his friends, and he smiled and just said nothing, and he never sang again Except very late at night when the shop was dark and closed. He sang softly to himself as he sorted through the clothes.
2: The music was his line. It was not his livelihood And it made him feel so happy And it made him feel
1: summa خافس انت
4: של גשם מכות בחלון ובעיניים כאב זה שנתן וזה שלקח חוזה שירפא את הלב עשה עיניי אל השמיים ובתוכי שאלה שבחי דיבך נשמה שבחי כמיים Piersi, Kapaik, Tfilah. <laughs> Putskatsi, El mi chutz la pagod. El קצמי, יצעק, יתפלל אך עמים תבקש על עולם קורא
1: הנופל
4: קופצג רופים נושך שיניים מיום ליום, וכשאני פוקח עיניים על הקיר נותרה רק גם כי אלך בגייץ על מוות עדה כי אתה לידי ובתוכי רוכחה עוד נושבת כמו אז עוד ידך בידי el Majus Lapagod, <laughs> Sham Palel, Gelgesh nakot bhalon u vaynaymke zeshnata noush la car
0: That is one powerful song. Rootskat zwei uh done by uh Shuli Rond here at uh, JM in the AM, Wow uh, before that, uh, it's up to you now, Pure Soul, Avi Peretz with Alt-Fachet, with Kuma, Mr. Tannard, I was a lave to horse selection, Lipa had Torah, Tziva, Lanu Moshe, and Regesh, Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. It's Wednesday and this is the 11th of November. Today is Veterans Day in the United States. We recognize those who are uh, known forever as having defended our freedom as having uh, done what was necessary and what is necessary to let us live as free citizens of this country. Veterans Day, don't take it for granted. 24th day in the month of Mar Cheshvan, the year 5781. Tufshin Pei olive. 64 degrees, clouds, some rain, and a high of 73. More of the same for tonight, low 60. And tomorrow, finally, the record-breaking temperatures um, will cease Morning showers uh, for Thursday with a high of 64 degrees. 73 is where we're heading today. Yet another, uh, I don't know if today will be a record breaker, but the last couple of days have been here in this area for mid-November. 71 right now in New City, and we're at 64 in New York City, as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Hope you had a chance to check out the uh, Partners in Torah video. Um, I mean, YouTube and probably a bunch of other places. Uh, Partners in Torah presents Shabbos. We had a good a good conversation about that video and about their initiative yesterday here at JM&AM. And, and if you haven't yet visited the website, go to partnersintorah.org slash Shabbat. Partnersintorah.org slash Shabbat. Enhance your life and the life of someone else by uh, joining in for three weeks uh, in the study of uh, Shabbat with Partners in Torah. Partnersintorah.org slash Shabbat. 28 minutes before 7 o'clock. Good morning. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Segal Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Feel free to support our radio efforts. Those of you tuned in around the world, we take all type of currency. (laughs) Go to fjbunity.org. 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 Make a one-time or monthly donation. And thank you, thank you, and thank you. Wednesday morning. More coming up. It's JM in the AM.
1: Shaberi khoy meir, khobaberi khoy meir, le pamal delay, le pamal yo delay, alias contra dia the toy shaberi khoy meir, le pamal delay, khazu khazu bon nine, khazu in the Zaro, the Leo, we Through hey, delay. Hey, Hazu, Hazu gon Oh
5: Ribbon en shell ola Ribbon
1: Shine, oh, believe me, I believe behind. need shine, oh, believe me, believe behind. I need you shine.
0: America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard and listeners sponsored digital radio around the world the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network and of course on the beloved NSN app. having trouble with our computer this morning we'll see if we can get our news from Israel or not not quite sure what's going on frankly and hopefully it'll uh... there we go Kalatzal
6: Israel Army Radio 2pm newscast next jam in the air. <laughs> אכן <אחל>, למחר תקוצר תקופת הבידוד לבאים במגע עם חולי קורונה, מדווח כתבנו לענייני בריאות יובל סגב. במסגרת ניסוי פיילוט של משרד הבריאות, תקופת הבידוד תקוצר משבועיים לשני עשר יום, בחפוף לביצוע שתי בדיקות שליליות. אם המהלך התברר כמוצלח, צפויית תקופת הבידוד להתקצר לעשרה ימים בלבד, כבר בתחילת השנה הבאה. השינוי החדש צפוי בין השאר לחסוך למשק סכומי כסף משמעותיים. סאר האוצר קאץ בפניה על היועץ המשפטי מנדלבליט, היועץ המשפטי לאוצר מדליף נגדי, זמן אותו לבירור. מדווחת כתבתי נעומדינית מוריה אסרף הולדברג.
7: סאר האוצר ישראל קאץ פנה על היועץ המשפטי לממשלה, בטענה שהיועץ המשפטי של משרדו, אסי מסינג, מדליף חומרים נגדו מתוך ישיבות קבינט הקורונה וכן השמצות אישיות. קאץ ציין בפנייתו כי קיים גם תיעוד למעשה וביקש ממנדלבליט לנקוט בצעדים נגד מסינג.
6: מכל הרשת איקאה, שוקי קובלנץ, טוען אצל גאל דן בגלי צהל. אנחנו לא מפרים את ההנחיות, נפתח את החנויות אין פה שום דבר פוליטי, אנחנו בסך הכל מבקשים את מה שקורה היום דה-פקטו, בחוניות המוגדרות, חיוניות למדינה משרד הבריאות. אנחנו לא עושים שום דבר בניגוד לשום דבר. IKEA לוקחה זמן להתארגן, היא צריכה לקבל אישורים. ברגע שאנחנו לא פותחים חנות במתכונת מלאה, אני צריך לקבל זה ישור. אני לא מבקש להיות כמו מי
0: שפתח בצועה לא פוקית. אנחנו לא ננהג אף פעם בניגוד לחוק.
6: סהל מסרב לטפל רפואית בחייל שנפצע בהכשרה למרות שהפרופיל הרפואי שלו ירד, בטענה שמדובר בפציעה קוסמטית, מדווח כתבנו לעני צבא וביטחון צחיד אבוש. הלוחם שעבר הכשרה במשמר הגבול נתקל בברידים בולטים ברגליים, מופנה לרופאים הצבאיים שהורידו לו את הפרופיל וקבעו שלא ימשיך להיות לוחם. הוא מצידו מתעקש לעשות שירות משמעותי, הוא ביקש טיפול רפואי, אבל חיל הרפואה סירב לטפל בו, בטענה שמדובר בבעיה קוסמטית, כעת נדרש החייל לממן טיפול מכספו האישי, כדי לשוב ליות לוחם. חמש שעות וחצי לפני שריקת ההפתיחה בוטה על משחק הידידות בנבחרת ישראל בחדר רגל לנבחרת נורווגיה. כתב חדשות הספורט ליאל אריה.
2: אנו מקבלים את המלצת רשויות הבריאות לבטל את המשחק הבינלאומי בעקבות הדבקה בסגל ישראל, כך כתבה ההתאחדות הכדורגל הנורווגית. נזכר שבמהלך שיהיה בת יומיים שנבחרת ישראל באוסלו, נמצא אתמול החלוץ הישראלי מונס דבור חיובי לקורונה היחיד בסגל ישראל. בהתאחדות לכדורגל בישראל מיירו לפרסם כי הביטול נובע בכלל בעקבות החרפת הסגר שהכריזה ממשלת נורווגיה.
6: נעבור למזג האוויר אצלנו, גשם מקומי ייתכן בצפון הארץ ובמרכזה, לא תאמינו, אבל כרגע, ממש כרגע, יורד גשם בירושלים. אלה אחד השעות שעורך רואי ולד.
1: Okay.
8: for
5: Ik ga chef shine.
4: I say, Fashem,
3: Aleichem, Aleichem, Yalb, Nechem,
4: Ruchim, Matehem, Lashem, I say, Shoma, Yinbo, I say, Fashem, Aleichem, Aleichem, Yalb, Nechem, Ruchim, Matehem, Lashem, I say, Shoma,
5: Yinbo, I Hashem, Aleichem, Aleichem, be a redem, Hashem,
3: Ukim, Adem, Hashem, I say, Shaman, Moabes. Hashem. Yo say, Hashem al-Aichem,
4: al-Aichem beyal ben Echem, Ruchim ma-teh ma-ashem, o Hashem al-Aichem, al-Aichem beyal ben Echem, Ruchim ma-teh
3: ma-ashem,
0: J.M. in the A.M. Let's say Lachaim to Yaichi Herzog. Yaichi is listening in Dubai. No joke. Uh, look at the app, folks. You'll see uh, his app comment uh, where he mentions that uh, he's actually listening in Dubai. Uh, with many Jewish people here, he says, pretty wild, I can imagine. And knowing Yaichi, he's spreading the word in Dubai about the Nachum Siegel Network app and why it would be important for people to tune in every day. To hear great music and find out what's going on. Um, so hello, Dubai. Or I should say good afternoon, Dubai, right? I assume it's the afternoon. Wednesday morning, JM and the AM before that. <laughs> before we get to Dubai. Uh, Yosef was done by Regesh, Mordechai Shapiro with Machar, Baruch Hashem, that was the Shiva Boys choir. Following our news from Israel. Sixty four degrees, cloudy, some rain, a high of seventy three. Final data we'll have this uh Record-breaking type temperatures here in this area. Tomorrow, some morning showers with a high of 64. Right now, Yerushalayim is at 71. We're at 64 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. Um, well, as many of you know, and I and I, and I appreciate the uh, uh, the reaction I've gotten to the article I wrote about the uh, passing of two giants, Rabbi Feinstein and Rabbi Sachs. Um, Rabbi Feinstein right before Shabbos, Rabbi Sachs on Shabbos. I wanted to mention when I was uh, paying a shiva call because, as you know, uh, we've been neighbors with the Feinstein's in the same building for the last thirty-one years, um, and I was there on a Monday, paying a shiva call. One of the one of the grandchildren uh, told me that there's been a specific email address that has been has been created uh, in order for people to share stories of Rav David Feinstein. So if you have a story you'd like to share or something you'd like to tell the family, there's a special email address that has been set up. Uh, here it is. It's Rav Dovid, D-O-V-I-D, Rav David Feinstein Zatzal, Z-A-T-Z-A-L at gmail.com. Rav David Feinstein Zatzal at gmail.com. Rav David Feinstein Zatzal at gmail.com if you have stories or anything you'd like the family to know in light of the recent passing of Rav David Feinstein of Blessed Memory. Uh, that is how you could let them know, and I strongly suggest you do. They're, uh, every generation of the family is very interested in what people have to say and the experiences they can share uh, regarding uh, the Godel Hador. Rav David Feinstein Zatzal at gmail.com. JM the AM at 20 minutes after 7 o'clock. We'll be uh, speaking about Yeshivat Shavei Chavron. You know why? Because today is the day. Oh, in fact, let me pull it up as we speak. Today is the day that the charity campaign begins for Yeshivat Shavei Chavron. You know that uh, this is Shabbat Chaye Sarah. Oh, in fact, okay, now, now I'm going to be... <laughs> Now I'm going to be circling around here for a minute. Uh, I, open up, I open up my Jewish press this morning. My Jewish press, uh, I'm not sure why, but I guess they employ an amazing delivery service. My Jewish press arrives about 5.15 Wednesday morning. And today I happen to still be in the apartment at 5.15, left right after that. And uh, inside the Jewish press, Hamizrahi Magazine. What a brilliant idea. From our friends of the Mizrahi, uh, that in addition to whatever shuls are open, and we'll be getting the uh, the this week's edition of Ha Mizrahi in honor of Shabbat Hae Sarah. Uh, what a brilliant idea to insert it in the Jewish press and to have tens of thousands of people obtain it that way. So, kolakavot, everybody. So, this is Shabbat Hae Sarah. Erev Shabbat Hae Sarah begins tomorrow night, and we will begin at 8 p.m. tomorrow night doing the final push for Yeshivat Shavei Chavron for their charity campaign. If you go to uh, charity.com slash Shavei Chavron, S-H-A-V-E-I-H-E-V-R-O-N, you'll see that the official campaign starts in two hours and 38 minutes. Um, They are, I mean, I'm I'm pretty familiar with what's going on there. They are, especially now during COVID, really in need of support from around the world. And a lot of their support comes from us here in the eastern part of the United States. So if you can uh, donate, and to get them started on their double match campaign, because they they're trying to raise a million dollars, and oh, I, one second, no, 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 they're trying to raise half a million, right? I think they're trying to raise half a million from this, and they have half of it already matched. So whatever you give, you give eighteen; it's really thirty-six. You know how it works. Uh, go to charity. dot com, c h a r i d y. dot com slash s h a v e i h e v r o n, and you'll see some uh, details about this campaign. And officially, it starts in two hours and thirty eight minutes, but you can obviously give whenever you wish. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Ables & Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better-for-you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website, kosherdogs.net. Enjoy a 10% discount with promo code radio and try A&H today. Um, those of you who have not yet gone to the Partners in Torah site, partnersintorah.org slash Shabbat, do yourselves a favor, go look at it. We had a great interview yesterday about it. We had a great world debut of a brand new song from Abe Cohen about it. Uh, go to the website, do yourself a favor. Um, this is something that, uh, so many people in our audience would want to experience and, and hopefully experience with somebody else as it, as it's described there on the website. Uh, go to, um, Go to uh, partnersintorah.org slash Shabbat, partnersintorah.org slash Shabbat, and check it out. More coming up. It's JM in the AM with, oh, hang on a second. It's JM in the AM with Sheves Haverim. J- there we, there we go. J M in the i a- M. I'm Mikhael from Sheves Uh, oh yes, okay, we could do that. Uh, listener Judy wants us to put the, to put the uh, email address for the Feinsteins on the app. We could do that without a problem, and people could then send uh, whatever messages of condolences they wish to. Do that in a minute. Just be patient out there, Judy. Sophisticated tax planning goes way beyond just preparing and filing a return. At Rosenbaum Financial Services, we believe that a comprehensive, tax-smart approach to achieving an individual's financial and life goals may yield better results in the long run. With taxes being central to every investment decision we make, our financial professionals are equipped to find the best opportunities to help maximize your financial potential. To learn more about how Rosenbaum Financial Services can help with your tax planning, visit TaxCPA2.com. That's taxcpa2.com or call 1-800-829-2722, 1-800-829-2722 for information. All right. Um, I thought Rabbi Goldwasser was going to be joining us this morning. Let's give him a second to see. Yeah, we're a drop early, so let's give him a second to see if, in fact, he's going to be joining us here at JM in the AM. And um, if not, we will uh, act accordingly. Uh, reminder: the Partners in Torah website, which again gives everybody an opportunity to uh, utilize this uh, really amazing, um, this really amazing notion of partnering up with somebody to study Torah, uh, it gives everyone an opportunity to really test it out, to try it out. Because uh, it's 30 minutes each week for three weeks, and that's it. You're not making the the long-term commitment that many might be afraid of. So check out partnersintorah.org slash Shabbat, partnersintorah.org slash Shabbat, and enjoy. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, here is, Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk.
9: Good morning. We learn in the Mishnah, Hu hoya Omer, rabbi ben Kashi said, Yafesha achas Better is a moment, an hour of chuva masim tovim in good deeds, in this world, mikol chayei more than the entire world to come. Rabbi Yose ben was once being led to his death. Yoyakim, the Rasha, rode by on a beautiful horse. Yoyakim began to taunt him, look at me and look at you. I'm riding on a beautiful horse, while you at Sadik are following me. Is this the reward for all of your Yerashamayim, your fear of Hashem? Rabbi Yosef Ben Yo-Ezer said, if this is your portion in this world, can you imagine what the tzaddikim will have in olam Abba. With each passing moment, Rabbi Yossi was speaking with Yoachim. He was convincing him of the simcha of Olamaba, is superior to any of the pleasures of this world. Suddenly, Yoachim, that had been a rasha up until that point, in order to get rid of all of his sins, accepted the four types of punishment that the court can administer, Rabbi Yossi called out. Within a brief moment, Yo-Yakum succeeded in preceding me to Olam Abba. Yafesh sh'achas b'tshuva. Someone once came to a Bush of Stalin. He was in a state of despair. He said, "I tell you the truth. I did a lot of averus chamuros. I did a lot of bad things. And according to what it's written in his svarim, I may have lost my chelik in Olam Habah." my portion in the world to come. Tshuva will not be mezaka me. I will not be able to properly do tshuva. The Rebbe said, hurry up and do tshuva. Don't worry about all of your chashbonos, all of the things in your mind, all of the logic, whether you can count on going to Olam or not. It says in Perk Yavos, Yofesh Even if you have an hour of repentance in this world, it is more khashu it is more important than the whole olam haba. indeed every individual is able to do chuva in this world it's because of that moment of chuva that a person can erase all the bad in their life Rebbe of sukbreditchov once met a notorious balavera he was traveling on the road reblivius walked over to him and said my beloved brother You have no idea how jealous I am of you. You don't even realize it. You have such a treasure that you carry with you. If you would only put your heart to do tshuva, to repent, all of the averis, all the sins you have done, will become schuyos, will become merits. There will be no tzaddik as great as you, because no tzaddik could have so many merits. The words of the tzaddik had an effect. And the man did tshuva shalema; He repented fully. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizek. Have a nice day.
0: J.M. and the A.M., Rabbi David Goldwasser, we thank you. Yossi Zablocki is with us live via telephone. He owns the Hudson Valley Resort up in the Catskill region. And um, they've announced a Thanksgiving program. They've also announced that they're open all year round for Shabbatonim and retreats and gatherings and conferences. Let's get the latest on all this as people uh, desperately are trying to get away in a safe environment during this COVID nineteen situation. Yossi Zablocki, welcome back to JM and the AM. Hey Malcolm,
10: thank you for having me
0: again. A pleasure. So the Hudson Valley Resort is open for Thanksgiving, and this time around, and I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to you know uh, be sarcastic. Uh, I mean, there have been times when you declared you'd be open, and obviously the government didn't allow it. But this time around, you are saying, no no question about it, on Thanksgiving weekend, the Hudson Valley Resort will be open.
10: Oh, 100%. I mean, we've been open, um, you know, we've been able to open for Rosh Hashanah and for Sukkot and for So there's no no reason to think that we're not going to be able to be open for Thanksgiving and uh, and Chana Shabbat Hanukkah and Yeshiva Week, uh, which are the next events that are coming up.
0: Did Sukis work out well? Were Sukis and Simchus Torah big hits up at the Hudson Valley Resort? I mean,
10: they worked out. I'm not going to tell you that they have had as many people as I've had in the past on, on Sukis or Simpos Torah. Um, clearly, in, in years past, when I've had... Um, you know, 300 plus to 400 people on Sukkot and 150 to 200 people on Sukkosora, those were huge events. So, so we had um, we had half those numbers um, this year, but uh, I, I wouldn't, um, we weren't trying to target more than that, and I, I wouldn't have expected to have more than, uh, than mm-hmm. those type of numbers. So it did work out. We actually had actually a surprisingly large family crowd on on uh, holomoid. Um, which I was not expecting, but I guess um people with kids have really wanted to get away. They've been cooped up in their houses a long time, and we had offered for children a lot of activities in the uh, in the hotel. As you know, we're we're starting to put together an indoor fun park in the hotel. So while it's not complete yet, we do have a lot of the equipment that is going to be part of the indoor fun park. So we were able to offer laser tag. We were able to offer all kinds of um, bounce houses um, that we had purchased already. So kids and other activities. So kids were able to have a really good time on Honomaride as well as on Focus. Hmm. So um, it's, it's coming along. Well, uh, so.
0: frankly, it sounds like it was a pretty successful, uh, pretty successful Yontif uh, the way it sounds to me, especially for these times. Yes, he's a blockies with us. All right. What do people need to know about Thanksgiving? I mean, what's the condition of the hotel regarding COVID-19? What's the situation up there? Can people enjoy Thanksgiving close to the way they normally would when they come to visit your facility? What would you tell everybody?
10: We've gotten pretty good at this point on how to handle COVID nineteen. We have our system. First of all, we do um, we do almost entirely all weighted service. So you don't have, you know, big crowds standing at buffets. And we've got um, we were we were mostly a weighted service program to begin with back from the Catskills days. So it wasn't such a difficult transition for us to try to figure out how we're going to do weighted service for even things like breakfast, um, even though for some of the, the, the newer caterers they're not used to doing that type of thing.
1: Right.
10: So from, from, from a meal perspective, um, it wasn't such a difficult transition, it was just returning to the stuff that, that I had already been very comfortable with from all my years at uh, at Kutcher's. Um, and actually, on the cruises that, um, that we would do on the cruises, we would also do weighted service because um, the dining rooms that, we, they, that uh, we would use, they wouldn't let us do necessarily buffets. Um, that had been a, uh, prior to COVID, that had been a new uh, Department of Health Regulations. So we've been doing um, we've been doing weighted service for, for a lot of our programs. Um, so from that perspective, it was relatively easy and we got pretty good at that pretty quickly. Um, in the uh, in the common areas and in the shows we had to we had to um, we had to create uh, different restrictions and different environments. Um, you know, I'll tell you on, on focus there had been there were there was a, a, a large extended family that did not want to um, social isolate with each other, and that was going to be a problem for the rest of our guests. So we created a second private lobby for them. They went into their own lobby. They had their own couches. They had their own private experience where they were able to do whatever they wanted to do with a family that was all together. And, in, in, you know, and, and the other guests were able to still um, have a uh, relatively safe environment. You know, like, you, know you, school, you're, also-
0: you're, you remind me of, um, you remind me of uh, the way things were before COVID. Uh, you, Yassi Zoblaki, are willing to make any accommodation that you can make in order to make people feel comfortable, and this is no exception, you're gonna, you're somehow gonna make it work. A lot of places would just close up or wait for the government to, you know, give the all clear. Uh, it, you know, as long as you're doing things within the rules, which you are, uh, you're just, you're, you're willing to say to people, you know, whatever you need, we'll take care of it. Just let us know what your needs are.
10: Right. That has that has always been um, my model. I've I have a very wide. Variety of types of people with different needs, both religiously and not religiously. You know, from a religious perspective, I would I would uh, cater to both uh, the modern Orthodox as well as the 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 Yeshivish as well as the Hasidic and and uh, Sephardic Edoth Mizrach clientele. And everybody has their own needs in terms of minions, in terms of davening times, length of davenings, and we would just do whatever we had to do to accommodate anybody and multiple minions, and and do what we have to do when it came to, to different age groups of people, I had had seniors and and kids and families and all different environments. And they also have their own needs, their own activities. And we just programmed for absolutely everybody. So the same, same thing is going to be the case in terms of, in terms of people with with COVID needs requirements. um, And we really work to accommodate absolutely everybody. It's really the, Model that that I have always been about I'm when glad you uh, picked up on that
0: when do people uh, When do people check in two weeks from tonight or two weeks from tomorrow?
10: Um, most people are coming on Friday. We will take reservations on Thursday night if there are people that want to come um for Thursday night I actually had um, one small group that contacted me about coming starting Thursday night So um, there will be other people in the hotel Um, Most people are coming for Shabbos, it's just the uh, the way people travel these days, but we're happy to have people come for a a longer period. Um, We're open, you know, we're open, we're accommodating, Um, we may even have a midweek group uh, that week that may be coming to us. So we're doing what we can to stay open and to, you know, to uh, provide people with an environment where they can come feel safe and still get away so that they're not stuck inside their houses all the
0: time. So any school, any school, and this is for teachers and, and, uh, and principals who are listening, any school that has grades that are you know sort of bubbled together, everyone knows what that term means now these days. So if you have a grade that's been bubbling together, that's been you know part of a cohort together, uh, that would be uh, an example of a group that you'd be able to accommodate. You'd be able to bring them up 50, 60 kids with their staff. And basically keep them apart from everybody else if that would be their desire. And they could have their shabaton. They could have their 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 you know trip. Sure, absolutely.
10: And we're getting we're getting a lot of phone calls now from various schools in all kinds of situations, looking to get away both midweek and for shabatones. We have the unique ability actually at the Hudson Valley that I can actually separate the hotel physically into, into sections. There's one section of the hotel that can be completely closed off from a different section, and, and you wouldn 't even know that there's anybody else in the hotel, wow. um, and that group can have their own conference area, their own stool, their own place to eat, and their own hotel rooms. and I can close a fire door, and they are completely completely isolated forty eight hours you would never know that there's anybody else there. So I have the ability to do all different things, because it is a large facility, and because I have control over, because it's my hotel. And the staff works for me. It's not like me going into some random um, hotel, you know, off off the road in New Jersey and trying to figure out how to maneuver within the management that's there and how to handle um, the various other groups that are there. I have control over everything. I can separate as I need to. I can put together as I need to. My staff will basically do what I'm asking of them, and and they'll be able to follow those instructions. So it really creates a I can't tell you how much of an easier environment it is to work when it's your own property. I had it at Kutcher's, as you remember, years ago. Sure. And then for for six years in between, I was struggling a little bit when I would go into other hotels and have to work within their system. And now that I'm back in my own environment, you can't compare the two.
0: Yes, he's a block. He's inviting everybody for a Thanksgiving weekend. It's two weeks from now. He's inviting everybody for Shabbos Hanukkah. Today's the 24th of Marachish so... Shabbos Hanukkah, obviously, is uh, just over four weeks away. And um, and uh, for Shabbatonim, school groups, etc., here's the phone number and the email address for information about all of this at the Hudson Valley Resort. 845-794-6000. That's 845-794-6000. The email is destinations613 at yahoo.com, destinations that's plural six one three at yahoo dot com. I really don't want to get into the other conversation right now because I don't want to confuse people. We're talking about the Catskills and what's happening over the next few weeks. But you you made a you you, you said something earlier. I wanted to just uh, I wanted to just question that the, when when the cruises first of all I don't even know if there are any cruises now, but even before COVID they had gotten rid of buffets on on cruises. Is that what you said?
10: No, they hadn't gotten rid of the phase entirely on cruises. The gladiator the, the clientele still, um, the non-kosher clientele still had the phase up on the Lido deck. But the way in which the kosher cruises were operating, um, and, and not just mine, but because we weren't eating on the Lido deck and we were eating in our own dining room, there had been for the past two, three, two, three years a, a newer rule um, that uh, most of the cruise companies were observing, Holland America was observing it, it was, I believe, Norwegian, um, where in the dining rooms, they were not allowing buffets anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that had to do with the various equipment that they would use, the right. sneeze guards, or how they were set up, but they had stopped allowing for buffets. There were still some cruise companies that were allowing it, even though they were sort of acknowledging that, that, that it wasn't really the system anymore. Um, and on Costa, we were still doing buffets for breakfast and lunch. But on Holland America, we were not able to do buffets breakfast and lunch, and we had to change our system to be able to um, deal with, um, deal with uh, weighted service. And, and actually, the truth is, it was very funny, because the crew, when I first started with Holland America, and they, they you know told me that they weren't doing weighted serve, uh, buffet service anymore, they were confused as to how they were going to do the service for the kosher group, right? And I came right in there with my Catskills menu printed out, and I said, "I got this, no problem. Here's the menu. Here's the way we do it. Here's the way you serve. Oops. I've been doing it like this for the past ten years, <laughs> so uh, you know, no problem."
0: Um, I, when when was the last cruise, and when's the next cruise?
10: The last cruise was in uh, in February, February last year, right before COVID uh, hit. Um, I had had 10 cruises planned for those next uh, few months, um, and obviously they were all canceled. I believe that we'll be back in the cruise business um, in, the, in the spring. Uh, I believe it will start out slowly, and spring, summer, will be late spring. Summer, we'll be able to start doing stuff. I have some things booked already. I haven't started promoting it um, heavily, but I'm going to start working on that soon. And, and I, I think we're getting close to that.
0: And, and we have 30 seconds here. You, you, you've inquired already about running programs in Dubai or not?
10: Um, so I, I've inquired, and I do have a plan that I'm, that I'm putting together to do a Dubai Hanukkah. So everybody should stay tuned for that. Those that really want to go away, um, I, I should be able to announce something very soon. And we, I'm planning on doing a Dubai Hanukkah.
0: All right, get me that information, ASAP. Yes, he's a blocky everybody. Hudson Valley Resort, uh, destinations six one three at yahoo dot com. Contact him, make your reservations, enjoy both Thanksgiving and Hanukkah up in the Catskill region. And yeshiva break as well, up in the Catskill region. By the way, you may be overrun during Yeshiva break if people are hesitant to travel far and if a lot of things around the United States are not open yet, you may and, and, and if travel to Israel is still restricted. You may uh, you may have a full hotel over there in the Hudson Valley Resort during Yeshiva break.
10: You know, so I'm trying to um, come up with a plan where we stay open, not just the Shabbos that hug Yeshiva Week, but also Yeshiva Week itself. And I'm trying desperately hard to put together as much of the fun park equipment um, as I possibly can in a short amount of time. Um, I mean, we're moving slowly, building everything and, and, and getting everything together. But if I can put this together, it could be a really, really... Exciting week for people. I mean, we're not. I've already purchased. It's not put together, but I've purchased the uh, black light, glow in the dark miniature golf that we're hoping to get up and running. Um, I have 17 bounce house inflatables that that I've purchased um, that we're we're still constructing the space for. Three soft play indoor playgrounds. There's a tremendous amount of equipment uh, there. In the future, there'll be bumper cars. I own them already. We just don't have this it all put together yet. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that's developing at the Hudson Valley, and slowly we're we're we're, we're putting it out for the guests.
0: Phenomenal, Yassi. Great to speak to somebody who's really looking forward and moving forward. Kalaka vote, you enjoy? And thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, Malcolm. Always great to be on. Jam in the AM at 12 minutes before 8 o'clock. Lots of good news out there as uh, people like a Zablocki are doing everything in their power to get life back to normal, even during these times. Kalaka vote. Are you a Kunstler next? It's JM in the AM.
3: Smile and dry the tears that shriek your weary face. Your wounded soul will be consoled by the wonders of this place. Laugh away the fears. There's no need to be afraid, this storm will pass See sunlight splash on these stones and on your face After these long days of sorrow, after these long nights and There'll come a time to leave the sadness behind We'll rejoice again this black night passes, a new light will dawn, and you'll see. Look how we shine. Follow the signs. Nachamu ami. Nachamu ami. So be strong, be true, be brave. You gotta keep your head up high. You're young. You'll be smiling soon (laughs)
1: She o et כי יש לנו רק את היום
0: Aishi Tischler at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, round the world, the web, and nachomsigl.com, and the Nachomsigl Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN app, New York Boys Choir, before that with Yachad, you heard Künstler in there with Nachamu. Wednesday morning, and as you know, today is the day that the charity campaign for Yeshivat Shavei Chavron begins. We have the honor of uh, doing the big finale tomorrow night. Uh, literally, the last couple of hours of the charity campaign will be dedicated to being together with our friends in Chevron during Erev Shabbat Chayei Sara. Could you imagine? We can't go to Shabbos Chayei this year, but it's going to come to us because of Yeshivat Chavei Chevron. And in less than two hours, the campaign begins, a matching campaign. Uh, which will allow the yeshiva to raise, please God, half a million dollars. That's their goal. And I hope all of you will participate. It's a charity.com. You could actually donate right now. You don't have to wait for the official start of the campaign. Charity.com slash Shavei Chevron. Charity, dot com slash Shavei Chevron, S-H-A-V-E-I-H-E-V-R-O-N, S-H-A-V-E-I-H-E-V-R-O-N. R O N, and uh, tomorrow night, beginning at 8 p.m., I will be uh, on this side of the world, while our holy sites, including Marata Machpelah and our friends from Mishivat Chevron, will be on the other side of the world, literally connecting us to Chevron on Erev Shabbat Chaye Sarah. Ironically, I, I believe that um, the first time I met our guest was when I was on my way to Shabbat Chaye Sarah many, many, many years ago. And he's been an amazing friend uh, since then of uh, both me and my family and this uh, incredible network. And I find out, of course, that um, he is a tremendous friend of Shabbat Shavei Chevron as well and among its uh, lay leaders with us live via telephone Somebody who normally is speaking to us about Jews and sports, but today is going to be speaking to us about Jews and Chevron. Steve Adelsberg, welcome back to JM in the AM.
7: Thank you, Nachum. Thank you, (laughs) Nachum. It's great to be here early in the morning, as they say.
0: Oh, it's early, right?
7: And I bet you didn't know that Avramovino played third base for the first Maratamachpelat team. You
0: know, it, it's funny. I, I assumed you would start with a line like that, and now I can I can only, I can only imagine who out there is upset that you did that. But, but, but yes, if there if there was a uh, if there would have been a competition between Avraham and his men and ephron and his men, you know, Avraham would have had a, a prominent position on the field, obviously. Uh,
7: <laughs> Albrum knocked him out in the first inning. He knocked him out in the first inning. Ef- Efron threw him a curveball, and he hit it against the wall. It wasn't even
0: close. When he was buying stay Hamach Pela, it was that, not that type of field, Steve. It was not that type of field. Anyway, today we get to turn our attention. Normally when you're on, uh, people are, uh, are either flabbergasted or enthralled by the conversations you and I have about sports. But today we're talking about a campaign that begins in less than two hours. And and what's really special about this, and I know that you feel the same way as many of your colleagues do among the leadership of Yeshiva At Shavei Chavron, is that literally the big event, the climax of this whole thing, is happening on Erev Shabbos Chayi And that's pretty amazing that they thought of the idea, that they're able to pull it off, and we're looking forward to tomorrow night to that happening. Uh, tell us about your affiliation with the Yeshiva. When was the first time you became familiar with what they're doing in the heart of Hebron?
7: The first time I believe was was Pesach in the nineties when you when uh, Rabbi Billet took Ira Leonard with Rav Bina to dedicate the new building. I was with the uh, I was with Elliot Tannenbaum, and I was going to Shave Chevron, and we went to a yeshiva, and we saw. I have to tell you, four hundred boys in the middle of Chevron. Even can't then, get yeah. more. You can't get more in the, in the thick of things. Right. And they were learning the Torah. They were holding the candle. There was no question about it. They were the light. And I said, hey, this is what this is what matters. We're bringing Torah into Hebra. We're, we're not just sitting there playing. We are bringing Torah learning
0: into Hebra. And it's been like, the, like that ever since. And the way you just said it, it it's, um, I mean, we're talking about between 30 and 40 years already that, that, that this is happening because of Yeshivat. Shavei Chevron is all of this uh, happening specifically because we're in a COVID era and it's so hard for yeshivotes like Shavei Chevron to survive, or is this uh, an annual tradition? I mean, what's what's behind this massive campaign and the outreach that's going on to people around the world to support the yeshiva?
7: It's very it's a very simple thing. We use it. We sometimes say it now in taxes: either you use it or lose it. Right. Basically, we have to show our support for Chevron. In the Middle East, they say, sometimes they use the phrase, possession is nine-tenths of the law. Yep. Now, if they don't have to do Shara, in average Israel, it's ten-tenths of the law. If you're not there, we lose it. And I have to say, very very frankly, Nahum, the, the boys, the yeshiva, Dobi Weiss of, of yeshiva, Tshaveh, Hebron, they're writing checks that we can't cover. It's that simple. We can't cover the checks that we're, they're writing. And we have to be part of it, or we will lose it. And to be there, as I say, you go there Cholamoid Sukkot and go there Cholamoid Pesach, and you see twenty five thousand people walking the streets, Twenty five thousand people just just celebrating Chevron. And this last year, we haven't been able to do that.
0: Yeah, and by the way, what's interesting is when you're in Chevron on a regular day, on a day when they don't have twenty five thousand dollars, twenty five thousand visitors rather, on a day when they don't have massive crowds, and you see what the daily life is like. Uh, it's a it's a sacrifice. It's a pioneering sacrifice. What you said is a hundred percent true that if we as a Jewish people do not show the importance of these holy sites and holy cities to the world, then nobody's going to be uh, granting us any free pass to uh, to either be in these places or to continue to uh, have our institutions in these places. And uh, And then there's the added factor, Steve, and that is that uh, uh, you know everyone's going through a, um, a a challenging time. I have to be careful not to say difficult. But a challenge, yeah, especially when it comes to Hebron, by the way, because if you want to know know about our history, there was a time when Jews really had a difficult time in Hebron. But a challenging time, and this COVID-19 has stopped a lot of funding from people who in the past have been able to really be forthcoming. So I really, I'm I'm trying to encourage the listeners to make this as successful a campaign as possible. Officially, it begins less than two hours from now. People can actually donate right now, and everything they give will be matched. And they should keep in mind that as uh, as as much as the yeshiva always needs uh, an annual budget to operate, this year especially because of COVID, they need a lot more. So I'm sure you join me in encouraging everybody to make this a very successful campaign.
7: No question about it. And the thing is, we all know COVID has hit us in a way that we never thought of before. And if you want to use COVID for an excuse, if you can use it for anything, yeah. <laughs> I call it COVID convenience. <laughs> but this, but this is. <laughs> but this is not this is not COVID convenience. This is Hebron, and we have to be there, and we have to be there. And this is the way we can be there. But don't don't kid ourselves. Every yeshiva is the yeshiva shabbat Hebron is full, and they're learning, and that's what's important, and that's what they need our support.
0: One of the most um, inspiring things about this week's event is that it's literally happening on Erev Shabbat Chaye Sarah. You de- you described when you know tens of thousands of people are in Hebron. I've been there for it. You've been there for it. It's really an amazing and incredible feeling to be with people from around the world as they converge on the Holy City and show everybody how important Hebron is to us. Uh, it One of the most painful things, and I think you and I have discussed this before on the air, one of the most painful things about COVID, aside from the excuses that people make in terms of the support and things like that one of the most disappointing things has been our physical separation from israel and especially on a shabbos like this the upcoming shabbos of Chayesara, our physical separation from the city of chevron the fact that this is happening that this big event is culminating when it's literally Erev shabbos chayesara and chevron very different of course very different not access to everything and obviously no crowds but the fact that we're connecting with Chevron on what would have to be assumed the the most important day of the year that you can broadcast, right? The most important would be the actual Shabbos, but we can't broadcast. Uh, but, but on an Arab Shabbat Chayesara is really very significant and and very symbolic. And I wonder if uh, if you think that that's going to um, help bridge the gap between us and our uh, brothers and sisters in the holy city of Chevron. That if we can't be there, at least on on the day that most of us would be there, Erev, Shabbos Chavron, right? We'd all be piling into Chevron that Shabbos. At least no on that question. Shabbos, if we're connecting, it should it should help ease the pain a bit.
7: Well the beauty the beauty about going to Chevron on these days on Chaya Sarah, you feel the Achus. You feel the unity. Yeah. Everyone there is a brother. Everyone there is a sister. And you feel it and you celebrate it and you smile it and you walk around Friday night, Shabbos, and you say Zo Arseno Hakadosha. this is our land, and we don't got we don't have that right now, and it's the first time in my life that I've been told I can't go to Eretz Israel. My grandfather he wasn't able no no nothing told the story about your father
0: oh well, he was in Hebron. my father was was in Hebron and uh and and literally was there living there as a child at the age of twelve by relatives uh until um until the school year ended on tishabav uh, in 1929. And of course, a week later, as many people know, uh, was the, uh, was the, um, uh, massacre in Chevron uh, that claimed the lives of so many and was, uh, a, a completely devastating to the community and to the Jewish world. And, um, it, it's a, it, for me, it's a, um, it brings a lot of personal recollections because, uh, my father had mixed feelings, as you can imagine. After having been right. through that experience, not that he was there that day, but he knew so many, so many people who were massacred that Shabbat, and it, right. it left a very, as you can imagine, it left a very strong impression on him, and um, and he recalled, and I remember speaking to him about this uh, more than once. He recalled every specific area of Chevron the way it was, like any twelve-year-old would remember, you know, back in right. back in nineteen twenty-nine, and he <laughs> saw, even though he didn't visit. Uh, when I did, he wasn't there in the '90s and and, and afterwards. But, but he saw what had happened uh, with what uh, Rabbi and Rabbanit Levinger had done, uh, with what so many of those who who sacrificed to be there had done. When my my Chavrusa was was murdered in 1980 Lagba Omer, Friday night in front of Beit Hadassah, now a place that I've slept in on Shabbat Chayes Sara Beit Hashisha is named for these six boys who were killed that night. Uh, in Chevron, so so Chevron of today is built on a lot of Jewish blood, is built on a lot of sweat and tears, is built on tremendous sacrifice and so many so much effort by the Jewish people. All we need to do, after all of this, all we need to do literally is write a check. All we need to do literally is click donate on the on the uh, charity dot com page. That that's literally what we have to do now. We don't have to go through what they all went through. We don't have to have the trauma that my father had. We don't have to, we don't have to go through what my Chavrus' family and the other families went through when they lost their sons. All we have to do today is keep the yeshiva as strong as possible. And, and, Steve, it's something that you take great pride in, that you and your family have done that. You know others who've done that. And now all we're doing over the next 24 hours is looking for more people to do just that.
7: That's exactly right. And I have to say, when I first, you asked me about my connection to Hebron, as you know, with Rav Meir Golvich, we go to Israel and go all the different yeshuvim right the last 20 years, but he has a sheer of connecting. What's the connection of Hebron to Yerushalayim? I tell the audience, listen to that shear, and you'll feel the connection of how important Hebron is to us. And to do a Rahab deal, a normal 12-year-old, I mean, what is his biggest memory, as we always talk about? We all, our biggest memory is what's the first baseball game I went to? That's at right. 12-year-old.
0: That's right.
7: <laughs> your, father, your father's memory? Let me tell you about Chevron in 1929. That, was, that to me, was like everything else, is, everything else is secondary. And I have to tell you that it's a very, very, it's a great, great thing that we're able to do this. We're, we're, we're a privileged generation. We're a privileged generation that we're able to go to Hebron. I remember I remember Wednesday morning of the Six-Day War. It was Wednesday morning. I was at the Hebrew County in Nassau County, and we're going down to an assembly, and the word starts spreading. It's 10 o'clock in the morning, so it's, it's probably 10 o'clock, no, I mean, what's it, 5 o'clock in the afternoon in Israel at the time? Right, right. And the word spreads down to Yeshiva, Hebron Chevron Hebron Biardano. Rabbi Gordon. <laughs> Gordon. he captured Hebron by himself. He drove up in his jeep. The story was that he's at he's at the he's at the hotel, and someone says to Rav Dorn, "Sahal is going into Chevron." He gets all excited because you got to remember we you know going to Hebron. No one's been there since no one's been there since forty eight, and then we only could go to the seven steps. He jumps into a jeep with his driver, drives down from Yerushalayim to Chevron. This isn't during the Six Day War. All excited, only one problem. He drives into the the Plaza de Marah, and Salah hasn't gotten there yet. <laughs> it's Reb Goran and 80,000 Arabs. And they put out a white flag, and they give the city to him. And they surrender the city. They would. This is our opportunity. We took it. We have it now. And we have to keep
0: it. When we, drew, when we drew closer to Hebron, I saw white flags waving over all the houses along the way. There would be no battles here, I thought. There wasn't a single Jordanian flag, so there was nothing to fear. We were entering Hebron as victors without having fired a single shot. My driver said as we drove past Khalhul, there's a Jordanian flag flying from the third floor of one of the houses. They might fire on us. Take the Uzi and cover me, I said. I'm going up there to take down the flag. My My driver said they might kill me, so he would go. You're still young, I told them. You still have to build a home and a family. I've already lived my life. I'll go up, and whatever happens, happens. One of the drivers accompanied me to the second floor, and from there I went to the third floor. I reached a flag. I took it down. "Salam alaikum, I said to the tenants. I took the flag, and they didn't say a word. We advanced toward Hebron, and when we entered the city, we saw all the houses along the main road festooned with white sheets hanging from the balconies. The Hebron municipality and the military forces had decided on a self-imposed curfew and ordered that no one leave their homes. I wanted to inform them that the IDF had already conquered Chevron, even though the IDF force was only me and the Jeep at this stage. (laughs) In the center of town was was a podium where a policeman usually stood to direct the traffic. I climbed onto the podium and fired a magazine of bullets into the air to notify the residents that the IDF had captured Chevron. My declared goal had been to be the first to reach the Cave of the Patriarchs, I saw an Arab boy at one of the windows. Where's the grave of Avraham Avinu? I shouted up to him, but he said he was afraid to come down because of the curfew. He wouldn't be able to get back home. I promised him my driver would bring him back, and the boy agreed to show us. We reached the cave, began to climb the stairs toward the gates at the top of the two staircases. I climbed to the top of the staircase on the north side where everyone prayed and saw the gate was locked. I shouted in Arabic, open the gates. I heard voices inside. They said, we don't have a key. If they don't have a key, I thought to myself, how'd they get inside? I began firing bullets at the gates, but they didn't budge. To this day, you could see the holes I made, which the Arabs call Rabbi Gorin's holes. For three hours, we tried to break down the gates until I heard the sound of a tank approaching. That was the first Israeli tank to enter Hebron, and it was adorned with an improvised flag, a sheet on which someone had drawn a blue flag. David. When the tank arrived, I saw the soldiers had a crowbar. My driver and I put the bar into the gate and worked it off its hinges until the gate fell to the ground and we could enter Mahara We saw two Arabs inside, trembling, and one of them was holding the keys to the gate, even though they had told me they didn't have any keys. My driver went over, took the keys, and we went into the mara where I blew the shofar. I took the Sefer Torah I had brought with me and read the portion of Chayei Sarah, which relates how Avraham bought the cave of the patriarchs from the sons of Chait. It was still early in the morning. We were able to daven Shachris there, the first Jews, to daven freely in Marat Machpelah in 19 years. No such thing as coincidence. Those words by Goran are in the current issue, the Chayesara issue of Hamizrahi magazine, which Steve arrived this morning. Imagine that, and you alluded to it, and I I saw it, and I said, I have to read that account, but boy, you told it accurately. That is Rav Gorin literally, well, I can't say literally because he would say he had help from his driver, but almost literally single-handedly capturing Hevron. And if you don't
7: think that's a miracle, then what can I tell you? If you you don't think there's Elokim going on here, I can't help you.
0: That is 100% true. And I uh, say, but
7: the, but the beauty of it, it just gives us a certain you you tell us that story, you read it, and we feel the actus, the passion of the moment, and it's our history. It's not we're not going into the navi now. We're going, we're going into 1967. I remember it, I was yesterday. Chevron be And we,
1: never,
7: I, Yushalayim was one thing, but Chevron I never dreamed as a boy. I read Chayyeh Sora, You know we, we were learning that in I'm in eighth grade, and Chevron be we have the We have the, we have the the obligation, the privilege of being part of the yeshiva in the club ground.
0: and we don't have to we, make uh, we don't have to make decisions about whether we should uh, we should put our life in peril or our driver's life in peril. We don't have to exactly. make we don't have to make decisions like that. We have to make a decision of how much money is going to be matched because it's a matching campaign, and that's the biggest decision we have. Should we make it thirty-six bucks so it becomes seventy-two, or should we make it a thousand bucks so it becomes two thousand, or should we make it $15,000 so it becomes thirty thousand? That's the biggest decision that everyone now today in twenty twenty has to make regarding the future of the city of Chevron.
7: Look, during, this, during the during the Six Day War, Newsweek afterwards Newsweek had their special issue on the Six Day War, and one of it was the was the charitable giving of the Jewish people during that time. And the PITCOM, the phrase they, they had in Newsweek, give until it hurts. Wow. It, and if it doesn't hurt, you haven't given enough.
0: They literally acknowledged how much money Jews around the world were giving at that point? That's right.
7: The headline in the article was give until it hurts. And if you haven't given, if it doesn't hurt, you haven't given enough. <laughs> that, still, that phrase still rings with me. It's <laughs>
0: Is is that your custom now? You give till it hurts. Is that how it works? No, we try to give till so they stop calling and leave us alone. But
7: that also hurts. It's a little different these days, huh? This is true. As I said before, we're running. They're
0: running chicks over there that we can't even think that we can cover. A very good point, ladies and gentlemen. Tomorrow night, I'll be part of the um, uh, of this amazing uh, uh, combination of speaking to you from the United States while we are checking in constantly with what's happening of Shabbat Chae Saran all part of this charity campaign to support the Yeshiva. They, they need they basically need half a million dollars and it's a matching campaign. So every time you give 180, it's really 360 dollars. simple as that. you could donate now. Uh, You could wait till the campaign actually begins, which is about an hour and forty minutes from now. Uh, You could donate all day tomorrow. You could donate if you want during the live broadcast tomorrow night that we're going to be doing, or you could donate during all those times. In fact, that's Steve's recommendation. He says people should donate during every one of those time uh, periods, right, Steve? (laughs) They should spread it out. They should spread it out and just keep giving. That would be a tremendous uh, encouragement for our friends in Chevron. Uh, charity.com C-H-A-R-I-D-Y.com, slash Charity Hevron. Charity.com C H A R I D Y dot com slash Shave Hevron. S-H-A-V-E-I. H-E-V-R-O-N. Steve Adelsberg, I uh I and I know you as well, hope that this is a very successful campaign, that the Jewish people can take great pride that they've supported the yeshiva, in a successful campaign during this very important week of Chaye Sarah for the holy city of Hebron.
7: Thank you so much, Nachum. I
0: appreciate it. Have appreci- a,
7: good, a good Arab shower, a successful campaign, and we should all be able next year to reunite
0: in the city of Hebron, the Chaye yeah, we Yeah, we should talk about that, actually. Right, because- come back. Because not every year do we make it there, but I think after COVID, I think all of us have to really try very hard to make it there next year.
7: I think I think everybody's looking forward to that thrill of coming back to yeah. Eretz Israel, walking the streets of Yushalayim, when over a year we were told, no, you can't come. Yeah. I, I did, We all are thinking, what's going to be like the first time we come off the plane, the first time we smell the air of Eretz Israel?
0: Yeah, it'll be a big sigh of relief, I can tell you that much. Uh, and let's hope it's sooner rather than later. Let's pray that really this time next year, things are normal and we could do all this. Uh, Steve Adelsberg, uh, uh, kudos to you. Thanks so much for joining us this morning, and uh, thanks for all you do for the Holy City of Chevron and Shivat chevron Hebron. Thank
7: you. Thank you, Nachman. as I say. And hopefully, tell the audience we'll be back to baseball
0: soon. Yes, we'll get we'll get back to. <laughs> don't worry, folks. We'll get back to sports conversations, of course, here at JM in the AM. Thanks, everybody. It's charity dot com slash Give, give till it hurts, as Steve Adelsberg said.
1: Nosatui hebron, ki ruach ha'cherei, ti ruach ha'cherei ha'it ha'imu ki lecholei ve ki
0: came from the uh, Ari Goldwag album, Amechad. Before that, you heard Chevron from uh, avramal Avram Freed. Uh, so uh, during the conversation with Steve Adelsberg, the um, the text that I was reading was from the Hamizrahi magazine. They have an article there that uh, literally a, a one long quote, I believe it's a long quote, from Rav Goran about the capture of Chevron. And um, those of you who... Uh, want to see what they've printed in its entirety. It's in the most recent edition of Hamizrahi, which just came out. I left uh, Rav Daron Peretz a message this morning. I picked up my Jewish press very, very early this morning, and as an insert in the Jewish press was the brand-new 46-page Hamizrachi, excuse me, 48-page Mizrahi, um, which is dedicated to Hebron on this uh, Erev Shabbat Chaye Sarah. And uh, for those of you who've uh, been frustrated like I've been, because uh, first the shuls were closed, and then the Hamizrahi magazine was hard to come by, the uh, hard copy. What a brilliant idea by our friends at the Mizrahi to include it in the Jewish press. And I would hope, and I'm sure, knowing them, that it's in many, many shuls for this Shabbat. And uh, there's nothing like reading it, nothing like reading it over Shabbat and enjoying it. Uh, information about all of this, you can go to the website, hamizrahi.org, hamizrahi.org, and check out the USA edition of, um, the most recent, uh, magazine. It is, uh, it is really something. Um, it actually might be Mizrahi.org. So if you're having trouble with Hamizrahi.org, try Mizrahi.org and there'll be information there about the magazine. Wednesday morning broadcast on this Veterans Day here in the United States. Let's not take the, uh, uh, those who've sacrificed and uh, those who've uh, given a portion of their lives, uh, yeah, even the veterans who are still around, they've given a portion of their lives to uh, defending our freedom and allowing us uh, the freedom to live in this country. So on this Veterans Day, thank a veteran. On this ve- Veterans Day, don't take our veterans for granted. Uh, make sure that, uh, that you and they know how much uh, they are appreciated. 64 degrees, cloudy, some rain, and a high of 73. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at AH. Abels and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef salami, and more, old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more, and modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net, enjoy a 10% discount with promo code radio, and try AH today. You'll be glad you did. Sophisticated tax planning goes way beyond just preparing and filing a return. At Rosenbaum Financial Services, we believe that a comprehensive, tax-smart approach to achieving individuals' financial and life goals may yield better results in the long run. With taxes being central to every investment decision we make, our financial professionals are equipped to find the best opportunities to help maximize your financial potential. Learn more how Rosenbaum Financial Services can help with your tax planning. Go to tax cpa 2com taxcpa2.com, or dial 1-800-829-2722, 1-800-829-2722. Oh, if you haven't had an opportunity yet to check out the Partners in Torah website that they've set up specifically for uh, the Shabbat project, Go to uh, partnersintorah.org slash Shabbat. And this is something that you could seriously recommend to everybody, really. Um, they have had a, uh, a tremendous success in the area of a partner Torah study. And now all they're doing is asking everybody to um, to take, a, take this opportunity to study their... Three weeks of 30 minutes each of curriculum with somebody uh, for the Shabbos Project. Go to partnersintorah.org slash Shabbat, partnersintorah.org slash Shabbat for all the information. More coming up. It's JM and the AM, and here's Avramel, Avram Fried.
1: Simcha, 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 Asim, 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 I yeah. asim, 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 Die spuchen mit allen Leuten. hand wird es begleitet mit einer solchen Keule-Keules. <Glacht> Man legt daran aus einem wilden Beat bis mit dem Keules. A Horradigen-Tanz, a Disco, a Reggae, a Jazz, a Sanz. Aber das sind doch a Glas. Warum kennt der spalten mit Zeufs fahrn. Mm. mir du mit. The word is far geht. the sing lied Oder armenian farzatish for macht Molin. mit. All the rappers was hyped up off of the feast. Ready. Yeah, Ticket, der 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 we're gonna best Stop, Popa. Pop, pop.
11: Shema kolo anima
0: J.M. in the A.M., Sandy Shmoyley wrapping it up, Lipa before that. <sighs> After 37 years, you think not much can freak me out when it happens. For those of you who heard the entire 8 o'clock hour and heard my conversation with Steve Adelsberg, he brought up Rav Gorin. He brought up the topic of Rav Gorin going into Chevron. I happen to have the Hamizrahi magazine sitting in front of me because it arrived this morning and I saw that there was a page you know that quoted I mean it was an account that Ravgoran had given about that day I decided to start halfway through and read it because of what Steve had said about Ravgoran capturing Hevron. and then we just found out and I want to thank the listener who informed us and we confirmed that today is the yard site of Ravgoran Very few things after all these decades freak me out in the world of radio, but that was unbelievable. Today's The art side of Goran of blessed memory. Achinu and Achim HaChem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com, and the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. And that wraps up a very interesting Wednesday. Support the Shave Chevron campaign. It's um, it's um, charity.com slash Chave Chevron. Charity with a D.com slash S H A V E I C H E C H E Chevron. C H E V R O N. Oh, no, no. H E V R O N. So it's. Charity.com slash S H A V E I H E V R O N ncom and give a donation in memory of Rav Gorin. Unbelievable. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, I'll come to go reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.